0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Oakland A's baseball is just an hour away. Here's the pitch, and Brown,
2: five ball, deep center field.
3: Tavares back. He'll turn and watch that one fly off the back wall. The pitch. Fastball strike three called high-octane at 95. A half a dozen Ks for Caprillion through four.
1: It's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access Pregame Show, presented by Chevron.
2: Swing on a fly ball, right field and deep, and Haggerty's going back. at the track, you will turn, and watch it fly. And Laureano goes the other way with a three-run home
1: run. Follow the A's 24-7 on A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball. A's total access with Chris Townsend starts now. Well,
4: it's a fun night here at the Coliseum. We got happy hour going in the treehouse right now. We've got queen and fireworks after the game. And, oh, yeah, Mariners and the A's coming up at 640. Marco Gonzalez up against Cole Irvin. And the man calling the action is the voice of your Oakland Athletics, the great Ken Korak. Ken, how are you? And it's going to be a uh, start of a 10-game homestand.
2: After the A's played seven straight games indoors, so it's nice for the ball club to be outdoors today, Chris. And a good pitching matchup with with these two lefties with Irvin and Gonzalez going at each other today.
4: And, boy, the Mariners are far different from what they were on the 21st when they were here and 10 games under five hundred. They swept the A's in that series, and since then they have the best record in the American League.
2: Yeah, and they're kind of doing what they did last year, Chris, too, and that is winning a lot of close games. They have a great record in the one-run games. Their bullpen has turned things around. The bullpen really faded for them early this year, and they were so great a year ago. But, yeah, they're starting to – and, of course, they've fortified their club, too. They made – you know, some big deals in the offseason. They were active at the deadline, as Vince Catronio mentioned with you earlier on your show, Chris, from there in the Treehouse, where you are the mayor, of course. But, they, uh, you know, they have, they have a good ball club, and they've, you know, the weight of not making the postseason since 2001, and we'll see if that kind of plays upon their psyches collectively down the stretch this year. But so far, they've been uh, one of the better teams in the league.
4: And isn't this a great time of the year where we're actually looking at the scoreboard? It means something. I'm looking at Houston and Atlanta, Yankees, Toronto, White Sox, Cleveland. We got some big series going on right now.
2: I thought you were going to say we're looking down in the field and you don't see a gridiron out there, Chris.
5: Well, so that's, yeah, also, that's true, That's too. also a
2: good thing, too, for the players, <laughs> right? I was looking at some of the old video from because the, the 20th anniversary is coming up on Sunday. And during the winning streak, you know, you had the football, the, the chalk lines and the gridiron out there. So, I mean, the players at Clay Wood really like it a whole lot better the way it looks now, for sure.
4: Well, it's great to have you back, and I'll talk to you after the game. Okay, buddy. Coming up next it's going to be interesting out in left field tonight dallas braden is going to be doing the game from out in left field for nbc sports california we talk to him next as you get ready for a's baseball right here on a's total access brought to you by chevron
6: here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time of use rate plan number one during peak times get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry then wait until off peak times to press the start button Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash TOU info.
7: Hey Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks, we're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day
8: outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building
0: needs, Ashby Lumber. Now batting Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything, so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases, and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's Internet that does it all. That's unbeatable Internet from Xfinity, proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors.
3: You're driving along, and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, it sounds like a goose
4: in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. (laughs) Looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. (laughs) Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride.
3: This is A's Total Access.
4: Dallas Braden joined me earlier today, A's Cast Live, happy hour out at the treehouse. And I was talking about the thing I love about Dallas Braden and his career, the man completed games.
7: That happened a few times. Yes. You don't see that a lot these days. Is that what you're getting at, Tony?
4: I'm saying this man used to do it, and that now is... is the most impressive thing about your
7: career well you know what and and maybe it was just because there was a lack of options i don't know if that's necessarily true and by uh, the way and it wasn't that long ago but but uh, very fortunate to be one i think just to be given the opportunity to learn how to do that that's something that i think you know it's twofold one you have to earn it you have to show the folks who are making the decisions that you deserve to see guys the third time through maybe even the fourth time through if that means going through the first two three guys that for that's pretty scary pretty daunting but I think it's a combination of being able to earn the trust and, and one being given the opportunity or, or, you know, forcing the opportunity, which I think the staff at the end of the day, the front office at the end of the day, would love to tell you that they've got guys who are forcing that issue. So that's um, that, that's something that you consider when you also consider the way that the game has evolved. That's a conversation we have a lot, but I, I just don't know how often that's going to be in the cards if it's not something that is... Um, is is being presented on a regular basis key
4: thing you said was you learned yes you learned how to do it sure you can't learn how to do it if you never do it
7: yeah and, and that's where I think we're seeing guys um and, and you know that's what was so unfortunate about what we eventually came to learn about the injury with Paul Blackburn is this is a guy who through a lot of those successful outings as well is battling some things literally battling the ability to feel the baseball and to pitch the way he did encountering those things and still getting deep into games we're watching Cole Irvin get deeper into games and I think we've seen a lot of guys so it's you're watching guys learn those things Townie and you're watching them earn the opportunity to learn you got to earn it to learn it and that's what I think that's what I think Cole Irvin is is really doing
4: yeah we we were going over this on Ace Cast Live how Rancho Cucamonga uh, a ball for the Dodgers their starting pitchers aren't even averaging three innings this year.
7: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting when you think about player development, and there's a lot of different avenues you can take when you're talking about preparing arms. And I, I think, really, it's an organizational mindset, and that's where the difference is going to come into play, is when and where do you think you're going to be able to start to stretch these guys out if they're going to fill the need that you think they're going to be able to fill at the big league level. I don't think the Dodgers are running starters out there to just get three or four in the big leagues, right? We're not seeing that. So there could be something to just trying to figure out a way to maximize guys' health, introduce them to pitching every fifth day. Maybe they lower the workload because it takes a couple years just to get your arm into uh, professional pitching shape. And and that's where I think a lot of organizations start to vary and start to take different routes when it comes to cultivating talent and, and growing talent. And then there's just, there's just different opinions, different theories.
4: All right, so whether it's an A's pitcher or anybody else who's going to get called up, whether rest of August, September, we'll have call-ups, what's the advice you give guys who are getting this shot for the first time?
7: To remember why you have earned this opportunity. The only difference is another deck. And you might know a few names on the back of the jerseys on the other side. And that's just trying to... It's a pretty big deck. It's it's just trying to simplify... (laughs) It's just trying to simplify everything that goes into the mindset of a guy just getting to the big leagues. Because there's so much noise. There's so much going on. And you just try to keep it stupid simple for yourself. That is my advice. But the confidence factor for me has to be there. And it's easy to say from afar... And it's easy to say, having you know, kind of gone through it, been there, done that. But that's why I'm I, I'm saying, and I have identified the confidence is because I know what it means to go out there and get whacked and start to waver and think I don't know if my fastball is good there. I don't know if my changeup is good there. I don't know if the slide, like you can't you're not going to get outs at the big league level doing that. So you, you just got to flush that mindset. You're here for a reason, and you got to get outs, and you got to believe that you're the guy to do it.
4: Location, location, location. And Mm. I think like Zach Logue, that's been his problem, location. Like when he just got beat in Texas, it was location. Mm -hmm. You know, because you got a guy like Cole Irvin going tonight, you got a guy like yourself – you didn't have to throw ninety eight to get people out, but it was location,
7: right? And I, I look at a guy like Zach Logan and I see a lot of myself there because I'm not going to overpower you. I wasn't going to over. I was going to rely on putting the ball where I needed to. I was going to rely on the guys behind me making great defensive plays night in and night out. And you start to learn as a guy who can pitch to contact, as a guy who probably needs to pitch to contact, that creating pace, which I think Loge does a good job of when he's going well, that that's going to help the defense behind you, and and so there's just those little lessons that you learn those little things that you really start to value once you start to get those opportunities you just you don't want to run out of those opportunities and that's where the emphasis on when you go down for him the left go down but just get back to putting the ball where you want because we've seen him have success up here
4: and it's tough to slow down I've, I think like even now like in my golf game if you bogey the first few holes It's panic time, right? (laughs) It's like, oh, my God. You know, same thing out there. You go out there as a young pitcher. You're trying to impress everybody, and you give up a couple runs early. It's okay
7: free. Well, what you don't want him to do is what you clearly do with your partners, with your with the Panic. guys. Who, pr- Panic. I was thinking project. You were projecting <laughs> how you think about struggling off the box the first few rolling clubs. <laughs> I'm just pissed,
4: right? You can't do
7: that. No. Slow down. Yeah, you got to pump the brakes, and that's why you know I just try to keep the I just try to use the term keep it stupid simple because. We do. We can convolute our brains with a lot of different thoughts, a lot of different scouting reports, numbers, tendencies. All that stuff just comes flooding in. And, again, Tony, it's so easy to just say go out and compete. But if you've put the work in, if you've taken a look at the scouting reports, if you've planned your work, all that's left to do is go out and work your plan. He's
4: fantastic. That's why he's on television. He'll be out in left field tonight. Going to be a lot of fun. Coming up next, Jonathan Papelbon. Remember him? Outstanding pitcher with Jessica Kleinschmidt right here on A's. Total access brought to you by Chevron.
8: Hey, Ace fans, check out Longport Fish Company, an exciting new chef-driven seafood restaurant located in the Veranda Shopping Center in Concord. Longport features the highest quality lobsters, oysters, king salmon, flavorful cioppino, and much, much more. It features a full bar of craft cocktails, local brews, and a curated wine list. Longport Fish Company is for all occasions, too. Date night, business meetings, catching an A's game at the bar, or bringing the whole family. Check us out at longportfc.com on Yelp and on all social media.
7: With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band.
9: Next up for lead guitar. You're in.
7: Cool. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined.
10: What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.
1: A's cast is your destination for nonstop A's baseball. Outside
2: corner, ring him up. And Eaton can't believe it.
3: Perfect pitch, right on the black. Breaky ball hit high in the air to the left. It's deep. Back on
9: it is Eaton. At the track, at the wall,
1: and gone! This is A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron.
9: Welcome back to A's Total Access, presented by Chevron. Jessica klein here, joined by all-star pitcher Jonathan Papelbon. So first of all, thank you for so much for stopping by. But I just casually mentioned some of these all-star selections. But that there's a lot of credentials that you have attached to your name. What does it kind of feel like when you look at your baseball reference page? You got all these like banners there.
11: Um, you know, for me, I didn't really pay attention to it a lot when I was playing. Um, but now that I'm retired, as you can see, it's all behind me. You know? Gorgeous, uh, yeah. All stars, my World Series, Roland's relief pitcher of the years. Right, you know, it's just um. It's something that when I was playing, man, I really didn't think about it. I lived in the moment and um, I tried to kick ass at night and go eat steaks and drink great wine afterwards. So that was how I rolled.
9: That's how I'm rolling. So I'm right there with you. You mentioned before we hit the record button, you did have some playing days with Jed Lowry a long time ago. He was just released by the A's. We saw him in the clubhouse, a very emotional um, experience for him and a tenured a, which is not something you see very often a veteran presence, you know, being able to see him kind of as in his infancy in his career, what's it like being a teammate of Jed Lowry?
11: You know, with Jed's, you know, he, he was the, the, the ultimate teammate or business partner or, or whatever you want to call it. People don't talk about his business
9: partnership. He's a great businessman. Yeah.
11: Yes. And so, um, you know, for me, when you go to work with somebody every day that you can respect and that you know what you're going to get out of, you know, for me, Jed was just that guy that that consummate professional, you know, which you really, really don't see in this game. And and that's why he was tenured with the A's for so long, you know, he didn't necessarily work out in Boston just because I think we were a more veteran type team and, and I think they were able to get a lot for him at the time, which was, you know, which was Theo's model of, you know, building a team, but man, I've always, I always loved Jed. Jed was great. Um He took rookie Hazen pretty well, which was, you know, good. And yeah, you know, I mean, and then he turned into the ultimate leader, in my opinion, you know, he, he, he is a reason for the, a lot of the A's success in that clubhouse, you know,
9: I want to know what it was, what you did to Hayes, Jed Lowry. I can't even like picture it.
11: Well, I'll tell you what, um, what, what we, you're allowed we, to
9: admit. But op- yeah, don't yes, don't mess sure. with Bro Code. I got that.
11: Yeah. So I'll say this. We dressed him up in something pretty sexy and took him to a pretty pretty sexy place. And um he 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 was a pretty good bartender. I will say that. Pretty good bartender. Perfect. So uh yeah, I'll leave it at that.
9: Jed Lowry, I love that. That made my day. You know, because you know, I've been covering him since he was a veteran. So to know that he was rookie, he was Hayes as a rookie one time, Ah, uh, that makes my day. Yeah. Um, and you know, when he was released, we of course had to ask our skipper, Mark Kotze about it. Former teammate of Jed's former teammate of yours. What kind of a player was Mark Kotze? I got to watch him and cover him a little bit, but now he's my manager. So I, I wanted to, I know he was insanely competitive. I just want to know what's Kotze like as a teammate and a player.
11: Yeah. well, you hit the nail on the head with, uh, Kotz, man, he like literally like I mean, you're on the plane, and, and I mean, he can't lose the card game. He's, you know, it's um, ultimate competitor, which, which is the same way I am. So me and him, we kicked it off great, you know. Um, you know, Cots was, when, 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 when he came to us, we were a veteran team. He was a veteran, and he just stepped right in, man. The thing that I always remembered about Cots was is that it didn't matter what age you were where you came from, what nationality you were, if you were on that team and you were here to help us win, bro, he took you under his wing, man. And, and like, not just one person, the whole team. And I always knew, I always knew he was going to be a manager. Like I always knew like he's one of those, what you call lifetimers, right? Yeah. Like he just can't get away from the game, no matter how much it it, it just, it's like in his DNA, you know what I mean? And, um, he's, to me, is he's, he's gotta be the ultimate players coach. Like, I mean, he has to be, you know, I didn't play for him as a manager, but I played with him as a teammate. So ultimate teammate. So I say he's gotta be the ultimate players coach. That's why I say that. So, um, uh, and man, dude, you know, Kots, he, <laughs> he brought the fun to the atmosphere too. You know, I, I'm not going to repeat any stories, but he, he did bring the ultimate fun to the, to the, to the clubhouse, to. Um, the dugout you know he always kept it light. no was never like I mean to me what always amazed me was like there was never any like pressure on him like this cat was just like cool cat from Cali Cal State Fullerton kid like you know (laughs) like long hair don't care back in the day like it would be like a I think he was a left-hander off the bench yeah and it would be like, he's coming in, facing Mariano, best in the game or some big, you know, situation. It's like, ain't no big deal, you know, right. like he never got too big for him, which I always loved.
9: And it's interesting because I've talked to a lot of athletes over the years, and I feel a lot of the successful ones are the ones who can stay even keeled, never too high, never too low. And I feel like he's even like that as a manager. And was there any instance, cause you mentioned, you know, he's, he's a baseball lifer, which is great. That's a very rare opportunity. But was there any sort of instance where you were like, man, this is manager vibes right now?
11: Yeah, you know, you can even without Cora. you know, when you play with these guys on the team, it's like their brain. They have a brain that can just like analyze stuff so well and they see stuff that other players don't see. And that's why I say with Cots, you know, this guy would come up to me and he would be like, Pat, you tipping. I'd be like, huh, I'm tipping. You're like, yeah, you know, you like your glove is like one inch this way or that way. I'm like, get the hell out of here. Gosh. <laughs> and sure enough, like, I'd go like, back and look at it on video and it, it would be that, and but, but I wouldn't admit it to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So, um, but,
9: you know, just little nuances like that,
11: that he could see, like nothing ever got past him.
9: You have a pretty dope spirit and it's been really cool. Catching up with you. It's right. really awesome. Thank
11: you, Thank you Jess. And um, stay tuned on Twitter at realjpat
9: 58 I was just going to ask you, there's probably some stuff coming up, and I can't wait to see it. Um, yeah, You're fantastic. Yeah. I appreciate you so much.
11: Okay, Jess. Thank you very much. Good talking to
9: you. You as well. Stay tuned. Vince yeah. Contronio is up next as A's Total Access presented by Chevron continues.
10: Some things just go together peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. Bring the whole family out to the ballpark for Nickelodeon night on August 27th. Presented by Chevron. With fun for fans of all ages.
2: Pitch around a bun, he pushes it. And,
10: and Seth Brown makes a great leaping catch. Come see your A's take on the New York Yankees. Meet some of your favorite Nickelodeon characters. Then head down to the field to see the drones take flight for a dazzling post-game light show. Tickets start at just $15. You won't want to miss this. Find your seats at athletics.com today.
3: You're listening to the A's Total Access Show. He was a 17th round pick from Middle Georgia State College and pushed himself to a 13-year career with over 1,100 hits and nearly 150 home runs. On this episode of Where Are They Now? We catch up with Gold Glove outfielder Josh Reddick, whose career took a dramatic turn when the A's traded for Josh from Boston prior to the 2012 season. I'd spent
12: the better part of two in the last two years of, of being an up and down guy and going back from AAA to the big leagues, especially with a team that was as good as we were in Boston those years. Um, just made it that much better to realize. You know, I got my learning experience from some great players on those teams, from the David Ortiz's to the Pedroia's to you know, all kinds of people just taking care of me because I was the youngest guy on the team at 24. The next oldest guy was, I think, 30. and everybody was just so veteran in that clubhouse I got to learn a lot before I came over to Oakland and, and got to learn from more guys like the Coco Crisp and the Johnny Gomes who really helped keep the the young Josh Reddick in line but when I was really wild and out of line and, and really didn't know how to uh, you know approach things and, and how to keep my mouth shut so to speak and um Coco really helped me out on that front a lot so from learning from a guy like Coco and Johnny on how to prepare every day and, and play. I think I played 156 that year, and I never really had to prepare for that many games. So whenever I got that that call from Billy to really set myself up for a guy who played every day, regardless if it was Chris Sale on the mound or, you know, Felix Hernandez on the mound, it really gave me the confidence to be able to go home after every game and mentally prepare for the next day, regardless who was on the mound and, and not having to worry about, you know, pinch hitting in the sixth or, or, or so on. And, and it really helped me not only even mentally, but it helped me get ready physically as well to come to the ballpark every day ready to play.
3: Something else happened to Josh as that season continued. He morphed into a superhero. And it began on July 25th in Toronto against the Blue Jays.
2: Snyder
0: drives with the right, Reddick up to the wall, and... <laughs> he caught it.
11: <laughs> he scaled the wall, but didn't have to
2: it looked good it looked great but i'm glad he caught it considering how far he went up the fence check out (laughs) spider-man that's right do a birdie spider-man
12: i got probably 10 to 12 spider-man compression certs underneath in in my in my closet right now so i'm always ready but um yeah you know i love telling this story because spider-man was always a, a staple as a kid he was my favorite growing up and kind of fell out of it but um you know as the years went older even in the minors before, you know, we had all these this media coverage of plays where I was catching balls at the fence and climbing chain link, you know, it was always fun to be able to rob a homer. I mean, who doesn't want to rob homers? That's what we dream of in the backyard, throwing the ball up and jumping over your own fence. So, um, yeah, it all just kind of came together in that Toronto catch when I made that play and didn't really need to jump. But if you look, if you look back at the video, I have Jerry Blevins yelling at me in my ear at the fence line telling, you got to jump. And so I jump, and by the time I realized it's too late that I didn't need to jump, I couldn't let go. And so I just did my best to hang on and catch it chest high. And um, like you, I think, I think it was, was it your words that made said the Spider Man grab. I can't remember who it was, but um, before then, I'd always wore the compression, like I think it was just a black one normally or whatever the team colors were. And after that catch, I, I just got on Google and <clears throat> googled Spider-Man compression, and that was the end of that story. And ever since then, it's been a Spider-Man shirt. But um, you know, there's no better feeling in the world in a, in a baseball game, I think, than robbing a home run. Unless you hit a walk-off home run, and that's one of the things. <clears throat> me personally, I've never done, so I really don't know what it feels like. But I've been told that it's always cooler to rob a home run than it is to hit one. Um, but yeah, just robbing home runs is just so much fun. And any chance you get, you know, I'm going to try to do it, whether I have to climb the wall, chain link the wall, if I got to, you know, backflip over that thing to catch it, I'm going to do what I can to
3: help save that run. The signature of that magical year was the walk off hit. The A's had 14 and added another in the postseason. And those moments allowed Josh to show the growing bond of this special team. Reddick
2: drives drive left center up the alley, and that ball is going to be down and going to the wall. Weeks takes a look. He's going to third. He's rounding third. He's going to score. Reddick at second with a double, and the Athletics have another walk-off win. That's the eighth walk-off win of the season for the Oakland A's, and what a way to go into the All-Star break. Josh Reddick a slicing drive up the alley in left center field, scoring Jemiel Weeks from first base. And after almost four hours of baseball on this Sunday afternoon, in the bottom of the thirteenth inning, the Athletics have beaten the Mariners by the final of two to one.
12: The pie thing is—that's just, is, just old school baseball. You know, you look all around the, the past and you see guys get the shaving cream pies and. You know, I, I remember my, when I debuted in '09. David Ortiz came up to me after the game and crushed me with a, a shaving cream pie because I was doing the on-field interview on the road in Baltimore. But it was just my welcome to the big league moment. I had a great game that day, so you really just want to you want to be the guy that gets that pie in the face after the game because one, you the team has won, and you did something spectacular personally. Um, but we we just kept taking it further because you know, as you can as you understand, shaving cream can hurt when it gets in your eyes. Um, or in any other orphans for that matter, you don't want shaving cream up your nose and your mouth because it tastes horrible. So, often. and if you don't know the layout of our stadium, which I know you and I do, with with the shaving cream, I would have had to sprint all the way up to the locker room, sprint all the way down. And by that time, the interview would have been over. Um, so, I got in connection with the concession stands right behind us, and they'd always have their plates and two shaving or two whipped cream cans ready to go for me as soon as the game was over. So, we all kind of came together, not only as a team, but I think as a as a ballpark family because they look forward to it just as much as we did and with our layout you know we could always sneak around to the visiting side and that was always another track was you know this team you just beat walking with their head down and you're trying to sneak around them with walk-offs shape, or, you know whipped cream pies to go through the media door by the on deck circle and sneak around so took a lot of planning a lot of uh, sneaking is going around but everybody really came full circle when it came to walking off but i just wanted to reinvent something and and make it fun when, when you walk off, because you just, you just had a great win, and you just want to uh, want to have fun. That was what that team was all about, was having fun in different ways. You know, you saw about, you know, you see the way baseball's turned into now, and then you go back then and you look at it. It wasn't really about, you know, bat flips and pimping homers and showing people up on the mound. It was about having fun in, in, in minor, more minor, minor ways in, in, in that regard. So we just tried to make it fun at the end of the
3: game. Reddick played five of his 13 years with Oakland, before a midseason 2016 trade to the Dodgers. Then, free agency offered an opportunity for him to sign a long-term deal with the Houston Astros.
12: Just being a part of those, those four teams and those four years of you know four straight championship divisions or championship series runs, two World Series runs, I think it was a four straight year, you know, three straight years of 100 wins because you take away the COVID year, um, three straight years of 100 wins. You know It's just pretty spectacular when you get to come to the ballpark every day. And not just think about winning, but knowing you're going to win. And then you get to go to the ballpark every day with that kind of that kind of attitude and you go home every day. And if you lose, you feel like the end of the world because, man, how did this team just lose? Um, but not only that, the winning and the lossing, but the, the, the people that you've, I've, I've been able to share the locker room with. And not only in Houston, I mean, I, I could go over the list of great teammates I had in Oakland even some great teammates i had in boston the short stint i had with the dodgers which wasn't my most memorable experience in baseball i made some great friends there some some great teammates and some fun games um but these guys here in houston you know it's just being a part of that that special run makes it that much easier to get along to have you know that ride to the ballpark every day and then once that game starts it makes it a whole lot easier just being with the guys that you're with every day it just made the game that much easier because you weren't really Worried about winning because you knew you were going to
13: win.
3: Where are they now with Josh Reddick? To hear the entire conversation, his love for Oakland, Ray Fossey, the Georgia Bulldogs, and his side of the 2017 Astros story, go to athletics.com slash acecast.
4: Your loan personalized. Whether
8: you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches.
4: Visit firstunitedcu.org forward athletics for details. Insured by NCUA.
8: Innovation, that's at the heart of Cal State East Bay. Like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students map genes from California's endangered plants or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect of Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu slash
5: impact.
0: And now, coming in at number one, one. it's Kentucky Fried Chicken's
7: $5 mac and cheese bowl. Mac and cheese, chicken and cheese. Mac and cheese, chicken and cheese. KFC. Mac
2: and cheese, chicken and cheese. Mac and cheese, chicken and cheese. For five bucks.
4: Oh yeah, baby. Order KFC's $5 mac and cheese bowls on the app. Back for a limited time in original or spicy. That's finger licking good. Price participation may vary for a limited time only.
2: Now, here's the 0-2 pitch. Waved it, and Cole Urban strikes out the side.
1: A's Cast is your 24-7 destination for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's Cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Chris Townsend. Presented by Chevron.
4: Time now for the stat of the day brought to you by Mechanics Bank. And how about Big Murph? I mean... He is just carrying this team offensively. Hitting 276, a 963 OPS, and 16 RBIs since the All-Star break. But that's not the most impressive thing. The most impressive thing for me, no question, is not striking out. That was such a big problem last year, start of the season this year. But he's not striking out. 16 strikeouts and 15 walks since the All-Star break. That has definitely been key. So keep swinging it, Big Murph. And now you got Shea Langleyers, who's come up, had you know great games up in Texas, uh, showed us a lot. So to watch these two catchers grow, I'm very excited about the future of the Oakland Athletics, so no question about it. Time now for the injury report brought to you by Kaiser Permanente, reminding you to stay safe, stay positive, and stay healthy. Visit kp.org. We don't have any injuries to report, so that is good news. The good news is Cole Irvin, though, taking the mound, and you got to not look at the record because the ERA has been fantastic. Last eight starts since the beginning of July. He's got an ERA of 2.50, and overall, an ERA of 3.13, which ranks eighth among all AL qualifiers. And he's got to be good because the Mariners, the Mariners since June 21st, they've got the best record in the American League. During that time, they're 36-15. and 15. They're in the playoffs right now, and they are tough. Coming up next, new outfielder, the kid from Fremont, Cal Stevenson, next right here on A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron.
3: Hey, ace fans. this is A's Total Access.
4: Pal Stevenson from Fremont is now a center fielder for your Oakland Athletics. And Mark Kotze, the skipper, says, you know what? This kid reminds me of myself. And I got to think for Cal, pretty cool.
5: Yeah, you know, that. You know it's good. Uh, I, I got asked that question the other day. Um, it's, it's nice when your manager has some trust in you um, and, and kind of knows your style of play. And you uh, just let you go out there and play freely. What is the
4: key for you now that you've had some at-bats, you've been yeah. home, yeah. been on the road, coming back? it you feel a little more free? How are you feeling?
5: Yeah, I mean, you know, that first week is is, uh, is a little different. You know, you're coming up and you're trying to fit in. You're meeting some new guys, some new coaches. You're trying to get on the same page. So, um, you know, that first week's done. And, uh, you know, I'm just like I said, I'm just trying to go out there and play and, and do my thing.
4: Have you noticed them starting to make adjustments to you at all?
5: Yeah, yeah. Um, Today I came in a little early, got some early work in, uh, got with Tommy a little bit, our hitting coach, and uh, you know had a good plan of uh, what we're going to try and do uh, moving forward. So that was nice.
4: Technology here at the big league level is a little bit different, even though there's great talk- technology all over baseball. College baseball really yep. has been at the forefront in a lot of ways. But how, how do you use it once you get here? Because there's so much video, there's so much data to help use it. Are you using all of it, or is it select? What's best for you?
5: I think everyone's different. You're, you you want to use things and utilize them as best you can, but uh, just taking what you can from the video or certain analytics side of it, you, uh, you definitely just try and do your best to, to read it and, and, and do stuff in between at-bats, in between pitches if you can. I mean, it's tough in between pitches, but um, when you're playing defense, just making those adjustments on the fly and uh, you know, not waiting after the game to make those adjustments.
4: What's the big league moment that everybody has? Like, I can't believe I'm here.
5: Uh, I've tried not to think about that. Uh, for me, it's been the food. You know, there's a lot of food in the in the clubhouse in the locker room, so it's just trying not to eat too much and uh, uh, just trying to to. Uh, I, I can't even explain. There's so much food in there. Well, you don't it's, have it's to bring awesome. your own food no, to the ballpark. No. You know what I
4: mean, they <laughs> feed you guys constantly. Yeah, no,
5: you are just trying to manage it. Uh, yeah. I've been told not to eat too much because you, you could gain some weight quick. And, uh, yeah, I've been trying to manage that.
4: And then, of course, i got to think playing in Texas' new stadium is yeah. pretty spectacular. Yeah,
5: Texas was awesome. They did a really good job on that stadium. And uh, Houston was really cool, too. So, um, you know, I just want to beat those guys more in the future. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing that.
4: So being back home, the cell phone, what is it like? Text from friends, family, how has it changed?
5: I got a lot of texts. I got a lot of DMs on Instagram. Uh, I tried to get back to as many people as I can. I still got i still got to get back on that. Uh, but, you know, I got a lot of love and support from everyone back home, a lot of former teammates. So um, that was nice to see a lot of people congratulate me. And I, I, I just want to say now that I really appreciate that.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, you're coming, I mean, you're back home. You're yeah. a kid that grew up, you know, in the East Bay. You grew up an A's fan. You grew up going to this stadium. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's a dream come true that most players never get.
5: Yeah, no, I mean, it, like I said, it's a great opportunity. Not many people get to experience that. And uh, I'm, I'm just really looking forward to, to fitting in here and, uh, you know, the future here.
4: I remember when you got traded over here, my accountant, the former mayor of Fremont, Bill Harrison, was like, hey, my guy, he's coming your way. So it's like, it's like, I mean, even I have a connection yeah. to you, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's what's really cool about someone who gets to play at home, but most importantly in front of your family because, obviously, if you're making your debut in Tampa, it's a whole different ball game.
5: Yeah, for sure. Um, I've been on the East Coast my whole uh, professional career and uh, it's kind of crazy how the full circle swings around and uh, I'm back here I get an opportunity like I said and get to do big things
4: A lot of respect for the Rays and their organization very smart no question what did you learn probably what's the number one thing you learned from being with the Rays
5: uh just the work ethic uh they're really big on um just getting a lot of reps in in early work and uh just just going all out on live reads and just doing stuff at game speed. So I think that has really helped me out in uh, the defensive side and uh, the offensive side just really slowing things down and and just letting the game happen.
4: Now he's a good kid, really rooting for him. By the way, everything is updated on AceCast. We have updated everything. So many new podcasts for you. Go to athletics.com slash AceCast. Also, scoreboard watching. Man, interesting series. Houston up against Atlanta uh you got the Mets and you got Philly and we got a lot of scoreboard Toronto New York White Sox against the Guardians a lot to talk about tonight and boy Yankees are losing again unbelievable up next Ken Korak and Mark Kotze right here on A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron
8: Hey, Ace fans, check out Longport Fish Company, an exciting new chef-driven seafood restaurant located in the Veranda Shopping Center in Concord. Longport features the highest quality lobsters, oysters, king salmon, flavorful cioppino, and much, much more. It features a full bar of craft cocktails, local brews, and a curated wine list. Longport Fish Company is for all occasions, too. Date night, business meetings, catching an A's game at the bar, or bringing the whole family. Check us out at longportfc.com on Yelp and on all social media.
0: This is Joe Cordell. In other ads, I've talked about the weighty matters that are on the table in divorce. Assets, debts, spousal support, and of course, children. But here I wanna talk to you about a troublesome issue that arises early and often in the divorce process, but which attorneys, including myself, say too little about, and that's the cost of a divorce. Yet as important as this factor is, it shouldn't overwhelm the more deserving issues that are raised by divorce. But here are just a few things that Cordell & Cordell is doing to help. We have now reduced our initial deposit or retainer. Also, there's no longer a charge for initial consultations for those who retain. And finally, we now provide on the front end a maximum fee pledge for certain modification and support matters. The bottom line is that to be a partner men can count on, we have to think about all their needs. And attorney fees are no exception.
3: Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Sacramento area attorneys. 500 Capitol Mall, Suite 2060, Sacramento, California, 95814.
2: dot com. You're
3: listening to the A's Total Access Show.
2: On a beautiful Friday, the A's back at home as they settle in for 10 here at the Coliseum. And the first of three of the A's and the Mariners today. And with Mark Cotts saying it has to feel good after seven straight games indoors to have a nice little 10-game homestand here at the Coliseum.
13: Yeah, it is. And you know what? Uh, for Oakland and in an afternoon at the Coliseum, it's a really beautiful day.
2: You know, looking at the, the trip, you know, obviously, you would have liked a couple of more wins, but how did you look at those seven games? I mean, to me, the first thing that stands out would be uh, Shea Langolier's in his development.
13: Well, yeah, I mean, we, you know, Shea uh, came to us in Texas, and uh, we got to see him for a couple games there, helped us win a couple ball games, and um, you know, overall, I think uh, you know, the road trip was wasn't exactly maybe in record where we wanted to finish, but. Uh, splitting the, season, the series with uh, Texas at the end showed the fight and showed the continuation of uh, uh, you know this team's character.
2: So many things about Langolier's would stand out. Obviously, his first major league home run a couple of days ago. But what about the throw to cut down Simeon trying to steal in the first inning yesterday?
13: Yeah, you know, Ken, I, I said this comment. It's nothing that we haven't seen around here from Murph. So it's it's awesome to see another uh, another catcher step in. Uh, Shea made a great uh, catch and throw there to get Simeon, uh, who had a great jump, so uh, he got his first one out of the way and put it on the bag. That's a
2: pretty good young duo you have back there with Murphy and Langoliers right now.
13: Yeah, we do. You know, I talked to Townie this morning about it, and and, uh, the thing that came to mind yesterday in in sitting in the dugout was that Jonah Heim, who's a starting catcher for Texas and having a really good season, was a part of this process as well, uh, who was traded uh, for Elvis Andrews, so uh, the A's have been able to identify some pretty good young catching talent for yeah, sure
2: first round pick this year too, out of the U of A. Mr. Susak But what about Langler's too? And just to follow up in the fact now he's DHing again tonight But the learning process for him behind the scenes and learning from guys like Murphy and Stephen Vogt and the game Planning and the things that go on in the clubhouse before a ball
13: game Yeah, definitely all a part of his process and uh, I think that's you know another part of the the decision making to bring him here to get him exposed to you know all the intricacies of of you know game planning uh routines here at the major league level uh feeling that you know expectation level to to go out and perform on a daily basis and that it's about wins and losses and not development here and and i think that's uh going to hit home for for a lot of these young players. Um, It's a different game here at the Major League level. It's a little faster, uh, and there's a lot more expectation and pressures that go along with it. Who knows? Maybe
2: there might be another one or two or three guys that could called up and the balance of the season, Mark, and how important is it, like you talked about winning as a group, how important is that to develop that with your young players as a group that you can go forward with as an organization?
13: Yeah, it is It is important, and it's important it starts at the minor league level as well. So, uh, you know, we saw that group come through here in 2017, uh, that transitional period that took place that season as, as that group came, you know, uh, they didn't come all at once, um, but once they realized that they were going to be here together uh, They started to build their culture and uh, it, it ended up turning out pretty good didn't yeah,
2: it? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah Pinder Olsen Chapman uh, Ryan Healy even guys like that. What about uh, the move today with Domingo Tapia going down and uh, The A's uh, seeing nor Rui is the reliever for the first time.
13: Yeah He's had some success at triple-a level. He's earned this opportunity and uh, again. It's it's part of our um you know process right now of evaluating young young arms young players uh, even though he's not uh maybe young in age he's young in experience and uh you know he's had a, a journey to get here um one that i'm sure will be talked about but uh it's great to see the smile on his face and and uh, his eagerness to to get here and to to start his career those are great
2: moments for you to see that right
13: yeah definitely they are and uh, i think we've had uh i forget the number off hand right now i had it written down it's It's a world record 25 26 rookies come up at some point this year and uh so you know we've definitely had those moments this year haven't we can but it's been fun you you knew that going in didn't you we did um you know once uh once things transpired in spring training uh we definitely were made aware that this was going to be a year that uh, we combine some veteran guys with some younger guys, and there might be a transitional period at some point during the season uh, that would take place that, that we would you know start looking and really evaluating the talent in our system.
2: All right, Townie, that's the skipper, and we'll send things back over to you.
4: You got to love it. A party in the treehouse, happy hour, a baseball game, and then fireworks with Queen after doesn't get any better. It's the A's and the Mariners, the start of a 10-game homestand. Next, right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. And I'll talk to you after the ballgame.
7: With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band.
9: Next up for lead guitar. You're in.
7: Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision?
10: That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. How do you make the most of your land? Shaw does it behind the wheel of the John Deere 1025R compact tractor.
0: Shaw stands for skilled hands at work.
10: And he lives up to the name as he uses his versatile tractor to make.
0: The earth take the shape that I want it to take.
10: And the Allens fire up their John Deere 3032E compact tractor to grow about nine acres of flowers. Because the beauty of having land is deciding how to make it yours. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deere.com. Nothing runs like a Deere.